Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Ryan. Uh, Martin Scorsese's back. Um, yeah, yeah uh, back with a, a, another uh, epic bit of cinema. Uh, this one is Killers of the Flower Moon, and it's hitting the theaters this Friday. Eventually, it will wind up on Apple TV Plus because it's one of their movies. Um, let get the get this out of the way right now. The Irishman was three hours and twenty nine minutes. This is three hours and twenty six minutes. Uh, it's long. Uh, he has already commented on cinema versus popcorn type movies. Uh, he has also commented on, uh, the length of a movie, not mattering. We'll discuss whether it matters or not, because I agree with him. Generally speaking, that it does not matter how long a movie is, as long as it earns that runtime. Uh, I said with Oppenheimer, it was three hours long and it could have been 45 minutes shorter and I didn't begrudge him those 45 minutes because it was worth it. So, um, set in the 20s, the Osage Nation in Oklahoma, oil rush, the Osage tribe becomes the most, the wealthiest per capita people on the planet. And of course, the white man doesn't like that. Uh, and that brings in Leonardo DiCaprio, goes, comes back from the war, World War One, gets to his uncle Robert De Niro, and we get a 1920s slash 30s gangster movie from Martin Scorsese of all people. Um, what did you think going in, and then we'll transition to what we thought coming out. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously it's a piece of history that's important. Um, you know, I think we live in an age that's trying to kind of cover up the fact that we were not always good people. Yeah. Um, and I think we need to actually, it's better to acknowledge that, uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm white, I'm Caucasian. Um, and unfortunately, uh, you know, Caucasians in general have a history of being, unable to share um i don't know that could probably you could probably find instances for all reasons in that case but in this case uh there is a history of uh the white man not sharing with the indian and taking advantage of the native american and, and whatnot um and i think this this story is a pretty ugly story in that regard um, but i do think it's important um unusual it's a, it's it's a different i mean you say it's a, a gangster movie and that's that's true but it's not really like any other gangster movie then um no i, I actually know. i actually compared robert de niro's character in my notes to like uh like a south american drug cartel leader yeah he's yeah, he, he ingratiates himself to the people yes. who he is exploiting or attempting to exploit 
even yes. and he's in it, it you know it it it's a long con he's he he got in it early and he's just in it for the long haul um so he's more more cartel than gangster but yeah but it's you know it's but it's you know i mean it it it's no, it's it's an interesting, you know, there's a lot of bootlegging of alcohol going on in there and that's kind of uh associated with, you know, the gangster stuff too. So yeah, I mean I didn't really think about it as a gangster film, but it, it is to a certain degree a you know, absolutely a southern gangster film. Um rather than a, like a Chicago gangster right. film. Right. Uh I don't you know, again, like I said, I think the story's important. Um, I think we need to acknowledge, uh, you know, history and, and some of the not so great things that we did just as people, I guess, you know, not even, it doesn't even have to be race centered just as, as people. Mm. Um, so I, I was optimistic, I guess, you know, I, I, I like the Irishman, although it never occurred to me to watch it a second time. Right. Um, because, I mean, so I didn't mind. Well, I think I may have actually watched it twice. But that was it. Um, and it, it's, it doesn't feel like something I need to return to. It's like something that I experienced and, okay, did that. And I don't regret it, but um, I don't need to repeat it, really. Um, so I was a little concerned. I, I had hoped, you know, when I heard that, I, I, I didn't realize that this was going to be another three and a half hour film. Um and didn't, didn't really know that until I sat down and everyone was talking about how it was a three and a half hour film. <laughs> uh, but, well, that, that's not entirely true. Because I did see some Scorsese quotes, but I, I, I don't think I realized how long the movie was. But, you know, in general, like, like you, I would say, yeah, I agree. You know, uh, a movie's length isn't it determined by, you know, you know by, it can't be over three hours or it can't be, you know, it has to be under this. It, it's determined by how long does it to take to tell the story um and can you tell that story in a compelling way you know for, and in this case for can you tell the story in a compelling way for three and a half hours uh, we can go into how we feel about let's get let's go into how we feel about it i'm gonna say <sighs> I, again so this this is this movie's 326 uh-huh. and you could without even trying easily cut 45 minutes off of this film and it would yes. not change the narrative. Now, no, and a lot, you could even you could a lot of that would even be like atmospheric shots and things that, that he just goes to over and over and over again at times. Yeah, um, you know lot, the visuals that he's using. He he just there's no pace to the film. It's very just. You know, I guess there is a pace. It's called slow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but so yeah, so in this one, like I said, in, in Oppenheimer, you could cut forty-five minutes out of that three-hour runtime. But I don't begrudge him those forty-five minutes. Here, you could cut forty-five minutes, no. and I kind of begrudge him those forty-five minutes. Well, I, I think you could cut forty-five minutes, or at least shift a few things. Um, it just, it just doesn't really work. Um, as well as I think that he thinks it does. Um, right. I, I don't think the story is as presented as compelling as it actually is, if that makes sense. No, oh, yeah. Um, I think there's a, there's a lot going on in this story that is, is really quite interesting, 
But somehow he slowed it down to the point where those interesting moments are just so lost in this kind of slow trot, you know, and, and we get Leonardo DiCaprio making faces. Yeah. He's got bitter faces, you know, and it's like that for the, he's doing his Jack Nicholson. I don't know. Anyway, but, um, well, what's, 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 let's talk about, let's talk about Leo for a second. We have old Leo now. Leo has, has won his Oscar. He's old. Yeah. Um, he plays this entire film. Uh, you said he's doing a grumpy Jack Nicholson. It's his grumpy face. I said his his the way he decides to present himself. He's he's doing the entire film with his jaw thrust forward, and so that's how he talks. However, that's not the the weirdest thing about his performance. A big deal is made about his character having a hernia, although they never actually say that. Yeah. He busted his gut and they gave him a belt and he can't do anything strenuous. That is a hernia. Never ever comes into play. Nope. Ever. Not at all. Not, Not at all. all. Um only only in the sense that it's like you can be a driver and that's the only thing you can do. But it's almost like okay, well that's wasted because quite frankly the, the movie is about him doing nothing. Uh, or which I mean or beating you know. people up. Or yeah, that's yes, yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah. There's some there's some physical activity there that doesn't quite make sense if he's uh, damaged goods. Um, and to be clear, his his serving in the war, he was a cook. Yeah, he so. he, he was a cook for the for the infantry. So he he did see the war. No one was safe in World War One. Let's be clear about that. Oh, if but, you were in but, uniform, you went through hell. Uh, in in that war, that's that was probably one of the greatest evils man has ever perpetrated against man on this planet, with the possible exception of the one that happened later in that very specific area that we're not going to talk about. Um, but yeah, World War One. He just because he was a cook didn't mean he got off easy. But yeah, so he has a hernia and it doesn't matter. But thanks for telling us he has a hernia. Um, so he's in it. You know, De Niro is De Niro in this. Um, I, I said coming out, I said, Lily Gladstone, who plays, uh, Molly, the, the, the Osage woman who has head rights for the oil fields, uh, and is the, the romantic interest of Leonardo DiCaprio. She is easily, easily the best performance in this film. Uh, and, and I, I see why, cause I don't know how, how she manages to convey so much emotion without ever being emotional. This is the most even keeled performance I've ever seen, uh, in a film, especially of this length. And as ostensibly the, she should be the central point of the film. It's still told from Leo's point of view, yeah. which is just weird because I saw an interview and, and we got, we got a, well, I got a transcript. They did a media day today and they sent, sent the, the audio and video and, and transcript, which I have to look through. But I know I had seen somewhere an interview with Scorsese that said he rewrote it when he realized he was telling it from the incorrect point of view and that it was her story. So he rewrote the screenplay. He needed to rewrite it again if that's what he was shooting for. Um, but she's, she's awesome in this. She's absolutely awesome in this. But again, the problem is, 
it gets lost behind Leo and in this this kind of morass of gorgeous filmmaking that drags on. Yes, I said drags on for three and a half hours. But hey, look, if you enjoy what you're seeing and hearing on the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, why not take a second to click subscribe if you're on YouTube, click follow wherever you're listening to us, uh, you know, follow us on Twitter at VS Movie Podcast, same over on Facebook. If you're on uh, Instagram, it's Visually Stunning Movie Podcast. That would be awesome for us. We appreciate you listening. And now let's get back to the show. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And then conversely, as I also pointed out at right after the filming last night, this film is, is paradoxically entirely too long and completely rushed at the end. Because of the way he chooses to impart all of the post-event information. Um, And it just kind of rushes it. So weirdly, it's both way too long and too short. Uh, Or it finishes too soon. Uh, I I honestly, I think, you know, a lot of us were talking about this. This needed to be six or seven or eight hours on television as a series. Um. And then a lot of the extraneous stuff could have been cut. Well, uh, and, 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 and my comment about that would be is, yes, maybe, but only the, the pace would still be an issue. Yes. Um, if you were able to break it up into hour-long you know, segments, would that mask some of the pacing issues? Yes. But it wouldn't fix them. No, but you, you, um, so you would even, cut it different if you were doing it that way. And you could, I, I would hope so. And you could delve a little deeper to get it to six or seven or eight hours of runtime. Um, so, yeah. so I think I the mean, pacing. So, me, I think maybe a two-hour film would be pretty good too. You probably could have told this in in two hours, um, because it does it 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 covers a long period of time. It covers from just, you know just post World War One up to. The late thirties, maybe. Yeah, it's got to. Yeah, it's got to be around there. Yeah, so uh, it's there. There, there's a chunk. I mean, it doesn't quite get to World War Two, but I mean, there's a chunk. I mean, when the FBI comes to the town uh, to invest to finally investigate how why all of these Osage people are dying and being killed, and I mean, clearly being killed and in no investigations are ever done. Uh, J. Edgar Hoover is in charge. So we're at least to the Hoover era by, by the time we get to the end of this film. Um, but it, it said, I don't, I don't want people to think I don't like the film. 
but people are calling it a masterpiece and I, I, I'm not going to use that word because a, it's thrown around entirely too much, but also because I don't think this is it. I think it's a good film, but, uh, I think De Niro is just De Niro. I think Leo is good, not great. Um, and, and it's, and it's too long and it's, and it's paced badly. You're right. It's, it, it is paced entirely too slowly. So yeah, I, I mean, I just, I felt every minute of that movie. Oh yeah. And it, and it, it's, and it wasn't like halfway through. I started to feel it was, it was very early on. It was like, Oh my, okay, well, hopefully, you know, we pick up some steam at some point and it just never does. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even in, and I think it undercuts any sort of, uh, tension really that's supposed to be there. Cause I, I don't, it, it felt, I felt disconnected from the characters and the story. And there was that part of me that's like, Oh yeah, this is awful. This is terrible. But it wasn't like I was experiencing it. It was like I was reading it in a history book. Right. Um, that it was like, I just wasn't immersed in it. Um, you know, and, and, and so I was taking in a lot of the information, but the information was coming at half speed. You know, I can, I can read twice as fast as the information is coming to me. So it's like watching the, you know, the, the words scroll across the screen. Right. And you're like, okay, okay, next, next. Yep. Okay. All right. You know, page but, forward. Uh, page forward. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, it's not a, it's, it's hard for me to say this. I mean, because is it, is it well shot? Yes. Is the cinematography good? Yes. But fundamentally, I have a hard time calling this a good film because of the the, the pacing issues um, that that are just it, it's it's throughout the entire thing. Um, and so, while I I can tell you I I think there's a lot of good in that. Um, I I really don't know that I would recommend the film to to a lot of people. I think it would be. Um, okay, going in, you need to realize this is three and a half hours and it's slow the entire time. Yeah. And that to me is not a recommendation. That's, that's straight up a warning. Um, you know, you're going to have to really work through this. Um, and you know, Oppenheimer was long, but again, like you said, it, it had its, it had a, a tempo to it or it even changed tempos and that had, mm-hmm. You know, you could argue again that it was two and a half movies, where the the, you know, the last hour is a totally totally different movie. But but it had at least some something to it, you know, a rhythm. Uh, well, there was there was some like forward was motion, drag. yeah, in Oppenheimer, and this, yeah, there was forward motion, but it was it was a leisurely stroll, at best. I mean, this thing was walking no. This thing was moving no faster than De Niro could walk in this movie. Uh, because Bob's yeah. getting old. Yeah. Um, and he was showing it out, out there. Um, considering he he would have aged twenty years in this in the course of this film. Um, you almost feel like you age with him. But <laughs> uh, it's yeah, it's like is I so I. I think it's a better film than you think it is, but I don't, it it is not a masterpiece. There's a great film in here. This is not it. Somewhere in there, maybe. I just, 
uh, yeah, I mean, the score to me was almost, it just doesn't like, I can't tell you anything about the score. It was, it was, it was very uh, minimal and I don't remember much of it. Yeah. I, I don't, you know, and maybe that is part of the problem. It, it, it itself didn't have a rhythm. Um, I guess not ever knowing uh, who Leonardo's character really is or what what he's... I mean, it's strange because I have no idea what this guy is thinking most of the time. And while sometimes that's not an issue, in this film, it's a huge issue for me because intent matters. Oh, God, yes. And, and the fact that I can't determine the intent, well, on one hand, that's kind of interesting. In, in the case of this film, it doesn't it doesn't add to the film. It's actually a distraction mm-hmm. of me not knowing what what he is ever thinking. Right. Uh, and that's that's that to me. I, I guess you know. Um, I guess the character isn't as defined as I would like him to be. Um, but you're right. Uh, you know, there's there's one really great performance in this this film, and uh, it's it's a nuanced performance, and uh, you know, it's and it, it comes from the the person the story should be about, like yeah. you said. Um, you know, and she, the long suffering woman who was wise, who who sees a con as it's coming, yep, and and then sort of decides. Yeah, it might be a con. Maybe it's a fun one, you know, or maybe it's it's worth it or whatever. Right. You know, there's, there's I I actually like the character there quite a bit because there's a dynamic. Um, to yeah, to 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 her and him, there's a weird, there's yeah. an interplay there, and again, this based on a true story. Um, so it's just it's just a weird weird thing uh you know and it's 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 also a strange story in that you know up until you know if if this had happened before the turn of the century if they had discovered oil before the turn of the century the government probably would have moved the osage again out out of that spot but it was at a point where they they couldn't again and so they wound up with all that money. So, so the white man had to figure out a, a different way to try to get hold of the that that wealth, uh, and that, of course, was through marriage and inheritance and everything else. So it's it it's an interesting it's an interesting story, which sounds weird to say because it's it's, I mean, but it's been used throughout time. I mean, royal families, nobility, you know, marriage and inheritance, uh, you know. India, you know, with dowry, it's a, you know, it's effectively that story, except this here with the Osage, it was like, it was like an, an industry with a violent offshoot. And and that's what makes this, and that's what makes the story so compelling, but the movie doesn't really do it justice. You know, it's, it's a few events separated by long stretches of, cool cinematography and it, and it feels like it's not really i mean i know it's a part of history and it's taking place in history but it, it almost feels like it, it it's reluctant to connect itself with history um 
and or at least history outside of what was going on right there, mm-hmm. um, which is strange because it's incredibly important, um, you know, and it does acknowledge, you know, some of the race riot type elements, but it doesn't really incorporate it. Uh, it's kind of like the, the hernia. It brings it up and you're like, oh, OK, that, you know, that that's going to give this, uh, you know, the story some different uh, point of view or context or whatnot. And then it just doesn't. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just weird. It's, it, I, for all the build up to it, all of the, again, the, the stress on how it was made, uh, you know, with so much involvement from the community, um, you know, DiCaprio and De Niro both learned to speak Osage well. And so did Lily Gladstone cause she didn't either. She didn't speak it either, even though she's Native American. So, uh, the amount of work, the amount of, of, you know, uh, indigenous casting they had the indigenous crew, it's, it's a laudable effort for a great story that needs to be told. And I, it's not, I don't think it's the best version of the movie. How it needs to be told better. Yeah. That's weird. We just said that somebody needs to make it better than Scorsese just did. Yeah. Well, sorry, Marty. Yeah. You know, and I, and I know that, that that sounds ridiculous, um, but, you know, not everything that he touches is perfect. Um, you know, I love a lot of his work, but if you're going to, you know, talk about how the length is, you know, if you're going to talk about the length of the film, that should not probably be, the, you know, and that's the one thing you're defending, and that's the hill you're going to die on, that published should not be the weakest part of the movie. Right. So, yeah, it's just strange. Um, you're right. I don't know who I would recommend it to unless you're a Scorsese purist or completist yeah. and you want to see it on the big screen. Uh, I think they're going to release it in IMAX. Is that right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful film. And so there's that part of me that's like, yeah, you should see it on, the, uh, on a big screen. But there's also that part of me that thinks... Maybe watching at home, you can watch it in chunks. Right. And maybe it's better if you can just watch watch it in chunks. Um, which, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I mean, you know. It, it almost feels, it feels like it's not what Scorsese wants. That's, ex- that's exactly what he doesn't want. Yeah. Um, and so that's why it's so hard for me to think, well, maybe that's the only way this works is if you do exactly what he doesn't want you to do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just a quick, you know, uh, this, this movie's, uh, 14 minutes longer than avatar, the way of water. Um, oh. and I, the, so this, this film kind of does the same thing that, that, uh, way of water did, which is give you a lot of, again, beautiful cinematography. I will allow that this film has way more story and character behind it than than avatar. Um, so there is that as much as I despised avatar, but, uh, yeah, it's still, it, people, people can call it a masterpiece and they're wrong. Uh, it's, it's not, I I mean, all I I would just love to be able to say, yeah, it's long, but it's worth it. Right. Uh, Um, and, and I, and I really, I, I don't feel I didn't feel that way watching it. Uh, I don't feel that way looking back on it. 
um, you know, I don't think it's an awful film, and and I, I, I guess I should stress that. You know, I mean, this is it's 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 good, but I do think when you know you're Scorsese and you put the bar extremely high and and you are very outspoken about your opinions of cinema. Um, sometimes you got to back it up. And I don't know that this backs it up. No, it might've, it, he, he might, he might, might should have put an in, intermission in there. Yeah. 10 minutes in the middle or at the two hour yeah. mark. You know? But still that, that doesn't fix, fix the pacing. No, it, it just, it almost, that would almost acknowledge it. That's know true. That uh, maybe that's uh, I don't know. Maybe that's why he didn't. Well, aside from the fact that he's a purist, but whatever. Uh, so, um, hey, we have uh, more movies to watch this week. Uh, two tomorrow. I don't know which which of them you're seeing. The latter. The latter. So yeah, it's, uh, an A24 film. Both of them tomorrow are A24 films. Um, and then next week we have four screenings. Um including uh and i'll spoil everyone we have friday night at freddy's or five nights at freddy's sorry i don't play the games so i and i didn't have it and i didn't have it in front of me um but yeah so i am more actually interested in seeing uh the killer the fast bender assassin movie i want to see if they manage to make that format work um uh, because that those movies go hit or miss um well, so I'm hoping that that one that one works out. But yeah, so we've got a, we've got four four next week, and then we're going to be getting into uh, four year consideration season, which Killers of the Flower Moon is already a four year consideration entry. But uh, we're going to be starting to hit those, so we're gonna we're gonna start seeing the Oscar bait, the awards bait that they can't push till next year, uh, even though they're going to start pushing film more films till next year. It looks like. Uh, if they don't get off their butts in Hollywood sometime soon. So, uh, but yeah, so that unfortunately is how we feel about, uh, killers of the flower moon, which, uh, we both wanted more and we both did not get it. So, um, so till we talk to you again, don't forget to like us, follow us on social media. You know how all that works. And until we see you again, I'm Mark. That's Ryan. Bye Ryan. See you guys. And we will talk to you all later.